It's Friday, February 1st, one short day away from Groundhog Day. And this is Lawyer Talk, extra, extra, hear all about it, bringing you the news, all the latest headlines, all the greatest scoops from around the world, right here at 511 Studios, Studio C to be particular. So here we are for another news extra, ready to hit the ground rolling. Who's up? Who's got I'll one? I'll hit it rolling. Right. Rolling it on a scooter. Right here in Austin, Texas, a teen has been arrested for robbing a bank after using a jump scooter, jump scooter, that's Ubers, for his getaway vehicle. He decided to go get the app, download it, take a little scoot to the bank, go in, hand the teller a little note, mm-hmm. give me the cash, get the cash out the door on the scoop. Now, they caught video. They said, hey, he just got on a scooter. So they go to the jump people, and they're like, hey, can we figure out who this was? And they were like, oh, you mean, uh, uh, I've got his name here somewhere. You mean somewhere this guy there. with his credit card and his with picture? His, <laughs> yep, and then they get to, uh, once again, when we did that, when I rode the scooter, they had a, they track you through GPS. So they could see when he rented it. They could see him ride it to the bank. Then they saw him go to his apartment. And then when the cops showed up, it was like, with the scooter sitting out front, how'd you guys find me? This Everybody is, knows when you do that, you're supposed to like have multiple cars and like switch cars. No, switch they don't plates. watch. Play, they even don't, if you watch, even play Grand Theft Auto, man, they have you pull into one of those now, uh, paint that, shops. That's one thing on there. But one thing we always have to think about is that the more and more technology and things move on, the more and more we are being tracked without our knowledge, or it should be your knowledge, but maybe you just forget about it. That you are literally being tracked to where you're going, what you're doing. All the time. All the time. Now, the information that they can take from that gets to pour into other ventures that they want to do. When do people mainly travel? What do they like? You know, what there's sure. a lot of information from a business in that you could get, which Uber said, you know what? We were able to track that guy. Let's do this. Autonomous uh, scooters. So they've been working on, and a scientist uh, just came out and dropped the ball before they were ready. Uh, not, not very happy. A, a robots expert outed the project before the ride-hauling company was ready to publish it. They've been working on uh, driverless scooters. Driverless scooters? To what end? Well, no, point Tesla's on that. Like, baby. So you could, order, you could order the scooter. You're at work. You're like, okay, at 3 o'clock, you know, at uh, 511 High Street, I need my scooter. You hit it, and then the scooter will drive to you. This is like total walk recall. Out there, I'm Johnny. Get Kim. on there. You know, maybe you're like this. I I need the auto scooter. I've had a few too many pops at the bar. Maybe it'll drive me home. Is that count? Or is that drunk I, driving? I don't know. It's drunk riding anyway. But uh, there you go. There's uh, there's one to roll out with there. So if you're going to rob the bank, well, don't don't get the scooter. And and here's what I see time and time again. This is the functional equivalent of taking a picture of yourself underage drinking or smoking pot yeah. and then sharing it with Posting the world. It. Yeah. And, and so like, we haven't talked about the Fry or Fire Festival documentary that's on Netflix right now. I don't even know if you guys watched it, but... I saw on the news about this. I think I know where you're going with it. Well, that. this is what uh, Steve was bringing up about taping yourself. It's like that dude doubles down in that documentary so bad. I mean, he literally gets out on a federal charge, out on bond, sets up another bunk company, starts soliciting things, and videotapes it. Like, he's being videotaped, making these calls, doing the same thing that he was doing before. It, it's insane why you would think 
I are, should do this. Are they coming through trying to sue some of the models? Uh, like I think it was one of the Kardashians and stuff that they were getting paid like two hundred thousand yeah. dollars per tweet just to put it up, like just, on Instagram just, just, or tweet it. Just to have photos of them on you know riding a jet ski, cash like, money, this best place yeah. ever. And so some people are trying to hold them accountable, which they can't be held accountable. I mean, they got hired to do a job. They're I models. That's I don't that's see just how people you grabbing the money trying to get just, yeah, people, yeah because I mean, well, you I, mean can't, I mean Palmer only gets paid like ten twenty grand for every post he makes. You gotta they they can start being held accountable when they knew when they knew right or should have known or should have known. So when you even if it's a tacit agreement, if you're in agreement with somebody to go, hey, shoot these ads, I got this nonsense thing I'm setting up. I'm going to fleece a bunch of people for uh, money and then I'll pay you later. And you just go do it. Well, now you can be held accountable. You're part of the game. So anyway. Here's something people should have known was that the University of uh, Farmington, have you heard of the University of Farmington? I have not. uh, uh, It's in Michigan. Farmington, Illinois. Uh, nope, Michigan. No, I didn't. Is there a Farmington, Illinois? Yeah, it's right yeah. where you grew up. Well, you the University of Farmington yeah. there is a system that uh, ICE put together. It's a college that is not a college at all for people that have visas, uh, school visas. Uh-huh. That they uh, haven't advertised that, uh, come on in, we teach, you know, you know, different ways of the world and everything of that. So it's like a sanctuary? It was, it was a phony university yeah. being used by foreign citizens for the pay-to-play scheme. That's what the prosecutors are alleging here. Uh, students knew that the scheme was illegal, and uh, they, they were totally informed on it. They had a website, and uh, they followed all the rules and regulations of that. And over 600 people, it was like, uh, oh, let's see here, the prices on it. They paid thousands of dollars to be able to not go to school, take tests, or learn anything of that. They were charged $8,500 for a year undergrads and $11,000 for a graduate student. So over 600 people came up with the money, knowingly gave it to them so that they could show that they were going to school to keep their visas. Meanwhile, they weren't going to school, and they were like, all right, you know, I pulled one over the wool of ice. Hmm. Uh, then, then they did a big raid, and on their website, uh, they did say that the university is closed right now due to an ice storm. <laughs> ah, uh, pretty witty. So. Classes closed uh, due to the ice storm. But in that, when people were filling out, they were led to know that this was a scam. But you pay us the money. We'll make sure you get the accreditation. You don't have to go to school. You get to keep your visa. Hmm. All right. Well, sounds like a pretty effective scam. Till now. Until they got well, exposed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's multiple other companies that are out there doing that. This one just happened to be put on by. While we're talking about marijuana, uh, (laughs) it turns out uh, it turns out that out in Jersey, they are adding to the list of eligible illnesses, opiate addiction. So this is this is fascinating stuff, right? So if you're addicted to opiates, they are now in Jersey anyway, going to make it make you eligible for medical marijuana. Um, You're going to do away with the uh, Medicaid prior authorization requirement. I mean, they're doing a lot of stuff out there to really sort of push it. And uh, I will bet I don't know much about medical marijuana or uh, its impact on the human body and certainly not opiates, but I feel like it's going to work. I feel like it's going to be better or at least get people through the sickness maybe. About two years ago, I read an article in Bloomberg, and uh, there was these letters that they got a hold of from uh, major uh, drug manufacturing companies that were very upset in the states that had legalized medical marijuana that their uh, sales in opioids had dropped, the sales of Xanax had dropped, 
and they have a big issue with people using medical marijuana instead of opiate. Hold on, they had a big. I missed that. I was. I was. No, that's all right. It was just was, it was an article in Bloomberg. They, they had got some documents that had retrieved about how they have got to end medical marijuana because the states that have medical marijuana legalized. This gotcha. article is about two years old. That in all of those states, the sales of their their opiates have dropped. Oh, so that doesn't so, surprise so me at all. It's, right? it's it's dropping all over the board, and they're finding that they are selling less in states that have legal marijuana. So they really are kind of like, yeah, we don't want this. So the opiate people don't like the medical marijuana. They do not. Imagine that. They do yeah. not. Yeah, but it's they just just treating pain. They're not a fan. Yeah. I wonder if the heroin dealers like it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like this anymore? Don't worry. Here, I'm going to get you hooked on heroin, but don't worry. I'm going to sell you pot later. I'm going to help you out get you out of it. Some dealers don't like all that fentanyl. They just grab their crossing the border without a wall. Imagine that. That actually came through a point of entry or point of... Port of entry. Wasn't that the biggest fentanyl bust they've had yet? Yeah, it was pretty big. Yeah, I don't remember how much it was, but it was enormous. So what do you think about that? Think about fentanyl? I think it's horrible. It's been no, running perfectly good drugs for a long time. The fact it was a legal port. No wall I, could I stop I thought it wasn't that. an illegal port. No, I, no it was not an illegal port. I, I, it was, I, I it was, have this on here oh, just, to, just to bring right, up. Roll with it. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I mean, I if they're dumb enough up, to bring but, through a legal port, then imagine what they're bringing across where there's no wall. <laughs> Record-breaking <laughs> amount of fentanyl was seized at a legal border crossing. Was that yeah. Nogales, wasn't it? Was it Nogales, Mexico? Um, but here's the problem. Here's the problem with that 254 logic. pounds of fentanyl. Jeez, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Here, here's the problem with the logic, though. You can't just say, see, it only comes through the ports when you don't know what's coming through in other places where you're not catching it. So it's like... You can't say just because we caught it here, it's not coming in somewhere else, or there's not more of it coming in through the ports. So anyway. yeah, so let's spend trillions on it, huh? Get that wall up, baby. I'm not debating the wall today. <laughs> just just uh, saying. What I will tell you is that uh, just recently, in January 26, uh, that date in 1979 was the premiere, premiere of perhaps the greatest TV show of all time, The Dukes of Hazard. I knew, I knew that. Oh, I, I saw that I the other day. I was going to text you that, Steve. Boss yeah. Hog. Yeah. Anyway, so Roscoe Jeff, P. Coltrane. Roscoe P. Coltrane. You know, all, all the best. Anyway, Daisy Duke. I showed Jeff a picture of my, uh, I got I got Boss Hog's Cadillac in uh, in, in an Ertl mm -hmm. uh, toy manufacturer. Yeah. And it had the Rebel flag put right on the top. I think it was uh, 1982 was the stamp of this car. And it was just like, so in 82, like all over Walmarts and Kmarts across the country yeah. was this Well, you bought the box car. set, right? I got the box because set Because you thought edition. that as, this was like a couple years ago, I think. I, did I buy it because I, th no, I, I thought, no, I thought you, I thought they would remove the original packaging just because of what was happening. I bought the box DVD set because I couldn't find it anywhere to show my kids. I wanted to show my kids the, the old, I, I was just doing this. I was just but but the outside of the box was the whole thing was the flag. Yeah. Right? The whole thing was the flag. Yeah. And I, the only reason I did is because I want to show it to them. And then all this controversy happened. So I'm sitting on a gold <clears> mine, man. My, my original <laughs> box DVD set. You got it. Set, it's going to be worth millions. Maybe. Speaking of fentanyl, you know, we've got our own sort of Dr. Kevorkian going on here in Columbus. Isn't that wild? How about that? That's going to be a Netflix movie. I mean, so that is I don't, crazy. What's your, what do you think about that? You think, what if people are actually asking? It doesn't be, sound like a lot of them were asking. So the guy's just families. a serial killer? I think he probably had a God complex. 
Isn't that yeah. what they call it there? Whenever yeah, somebody has right? got the control and, yeah. and goes through with it, just pushing too now much. Now they're, they're pushing a bunch of uh, associates, you know, nurses and and people yeah. that that they were saying, "Why didn't you, you come forward? Known. You should have known." Yeah, and they're like, "I can't really argue with what he's doing." And uh, so there's a lot of people that are going to get. I, I mean, I, I believe they're going to go to them just to try to find out more. You know, they start with the threatening to them to get them to open up. I don't like yeah. that nurse argument, though, what they're saying. I, I mean, the, I nurse's like the obligation nurse is to the patient first. No, here's the deal, though, man. Not I've been involved, boss, you know. I've been involved in wrongful death cases in, uh, in a hospital setting where somebody died on the table. And there was clear negligence about this guy's decision to do what he was going to do. And in this case, it was a he. So I'm not saying all doctors are he's, Jeff, but I am yeah. saying in this case, it was a he. <laughs> Um, and there was another doctor there in another, uh, what are they, uh, area of practice they called, or whatever it was. And it was not an internist, but something else and, uh, didn't like the idea at all, but there's a certain hierarchy in these people. These docs get some God complexes and it's just how we're going to do it. I don't care anymore about it. That's what it's going to be. And the nurses were all just too scared to speak up and uh, somebody dies. Right. So it's like, yeah. That happens, and and this was not that long ago, right? Yeah, it, it was it was recent. And anybody who tells me it doesn't happen is just flat wrong because I know it does. I think it happens in the legal field too. Yeah, you, know, ha- you got yeah. first year lawyers or you know young lawyers that are dealing with, and they probably know in their hearts something that is happening is unethical or whatever, but they're just following the boss man. You yeah, know you mean? go with the flow. And I was Good lucky thing that enough, never happens here. No, of course not. <laughs> I was lucky enough to have a very ethical mentor who, uh, you know, I learned how to practice criminal defense law in an ethical way. I've passed that on to you guys, but I know other people who started in this practice who didn't. And they, a couple I'm thinking of particularly, end up going to jail. Yeah. Lawyers, crazy. Anyway. Um, How about in Florida? Did you see where they found that pothole? Turned out to be a tunnel. Mm-hmm. There's some drivers going along the road there, and they called up. They're like, man, there's this big pothole. I just hit it. They look down the pothole. They go over the way there, and they find this uh, area with brush covering up this tunnel. They go in there to find boots, axe pick, a wagon, and there's a tunnel that was going to a bank. Really? So somebody was planning a big heist here <laughs> to, uh, awesome. to, uh, to, to go ahead and, and dig their way into uh, I wonder what exactly they thought, because there's like only a couple feet underneath the have, road. They must have. Yeah. They, they, they watched some movie. Now, I mean, were they going to be like, there was a the movie bank, recently. they're going to drill into the, the vault, and we're going to get this done. Maybe there's like a, a car that drives, and they were going to stop the car on top of it and rob it from underneath, like Dark Knight style? Well, no, they were, the, the they just collapsed. It just, just oh, fell in. Oh, this fell through in their they tunnel. Oh, gotcha. Their tunnel. Gotcha. That's how they found the tunnels. Is people were reporting this big. I thought they were digging in there, like, no. whoops, but better no. keep going. No, it's a big pothole because <laughs> they, they started in the wooded area. I just and watched a tunneling. Movie they they're, they're trying to tunnel underneath there, and uh, when they found it was a pothole, they look in there and they're like, "Well, that goes awfully deep." And then they find that uh, it continues on into the bush there. So, oh it, gosh, he might have done better if he just used the Uber. Uh, well, the, 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 the scooter. The scooter, right. Well, I, I think what probably happened is they started to dig, and they probably had a plan to go like 15 feet deep and fortify, and they're like, damn, this is hard to dig through this stuff. They could have I just. I mean, how, you, you almost feel like you have to have a machine to do that. No, they I mean, said the, the, they said the whole tunnel in. was really small. They said it was only about two foot in diameter. Well, think what it takes to dig a hole. And, yeah. like, and so like a really big hole that you could tunnel it, into. They I mean, found a pickaxe and a shovel and a, and a little wagon that they had been filling up with the dirt to scoot it out, or they said they. I would imagine you might have accomplice. Yeah, Maybe it's too don't. much work. That sounds like a lot. It makes me tired hearing it. <laughs> All right. Back on the drugs. Did you guys hear about the guy that threw the death party for his wife? 
Oh, I did hear in that. Minnesota. I have not. A death party. Called the police. Yeah, so this dude, wait till I show you a picture of him, Jared, but let me get the facts here first. I want to get it right. So, cops responded to him calling the police. Uh, Deborah Johnson's body was found wrapped in a sheet at the top of the stairs. She was still warm, but rigor mortis had set in. Dwayne Johnson, Ooh. not to be not confused the with The Rock, <laughs> told deputies that his wife had been a patient in a nursing home but begged him to take her home to die, officials in the New Ulm Medical Center told investigators. Uh, she had diabetes, high blood pressure. In the final days, Duane said she had stopped taking her medication as they used meth and rocked out to their favorite bands, Quiet Riot. It was Quiet Riot? Quiet Riot. Kevin Dubrow. The court the documents allege that Deborah Johnson couldn't eat or drink. Her husband used snow to moisten her mouth. Dwayne said huh. his wife suffered convulsions during the time that time frame, but would not allow her him to call the police. Um, Johnson also told investigators he and his wife had sex about two hours before she died. The newspaper said after her death, he washed her and wrapped her in linen like the Bible told him to do. All right. So what's fundamentally wrong with this? I mean, well, I heard when they they busted in, the guy was in the bathroom showering, trying to wash off the black dots he found on his skin. But he was really just hallucinating from the meth. So they said he was like scrubbing his body, like just trying to get it off. And they're like, what are you doing, dude? You know what I mean? And he's like, I got to get these black dots off. Is it true that she was actually dying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's sort of this story that's, I mean... This is the old is law school. Is there something wrong with it? Yeah, this is the old you know law school. I mean? It's like if you yeah. stop somebody I mean, from she's dying. Begging, she's begging for it. She just wants to do it. What she remembers is fun. She wants to have that last moment with her husband. So if, I, if I've got terminal cancer and I know I'm going to die in a day and you kill me. I mean, if Shorty said that to you and begged you, I mean, I'd probably do it. If that's what my wife wanted, to go home and just have spend her last days at home. And rock out the quiet ride. If my wife looked at me and said, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I just want some meth before I die, you'd probably do whatever the heck you want. And you would say me. that's just the price you got to pay. Yeah, probably, right? No, that's an old, that's an old uh, Quiet Riot song. <laughs> oh, I don't know anything about Quiet Riot. That's <laughs> the price, I think it was called the price. It's, a, it's like one of the, it was like one of the early power ballads of the 80s. Jared, let me show you, I'll show all you guys a picture of this guy. This There's is, another. This is him here. Oh, yeah. It, it is, that what, is that what, oh. But I saw that, 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 that looked like a Quiet Riot fan. It definitely, <laughs> most definitely looks like a Quiet Riot fan. From day one. Jeez. He's a quiet riot fan from day one. Boy, he looks happy. He looks like he's had a, a few turns in the old meth pipe. A Florida man made an explosive discovery Saturday while magnet fishing. You know what magnet fishing is? Just out using it on the beach? He's just using a magnet there in, the, in, in, in some swamp land there looking for relics, metal. You know, salvaging. It's like, it's like a, he's just, dra- he's just, just dragging magnets. Actually, no, magnets. So actually it magnets. actually sucks it out of. So he's picking up uh, things he's finding, and then he happened to find a grenade. Oh. So he picks up the grenade and the rest of the old toy tractors or whatever he found, and he throws them in the trunk of his car to go to Taco Bell. That's the only place you go. Getting his five dollar combo, he calls. He calls the police. Was like, hey, I just found a grenade. And they're like, where did you find it? He's like, I found it over there in the marshland. Got in the trunk of my car. I'm having a crunchy gordita right now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so they had to evacuate Taco Bell like you and uh, the, whole, the whole area around. And uh, the bomb team came in, successfully removed the grenade. Was it a live grenade? Um, Pin in? They, we don't know. They did not say if it was live or not. They said they recovered it. So what do you do? Here's it's a like, picture of the grenade there. It looks a little rusty. The pin is still in it. Let me see. You're dirt right fishing for, for stuff. Or dirt swamp and whatever they, really they call did it. this, right? And they uh, they find you found a grenade. I found a bomb. 
You don't know the story? You found a bomb? Yeah. All right. Well, now you can tell me because my question is: What do you find a you find a, a grenade you think is active? Like you, you just throw it car. back. I mean, I'm not drag. sure what you do with it. I'm not sure. Now, it's it's like, get the hell away from it. I think the, it'd be if the 12 year old Jared a. found it. Well, that's what I'm doing. Like, I am taking this to school. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I> pull, <laughs> wait until I show my buddies this. Pull the pin and throw you it. You found a bomb. Yeah. So I was in Peoria, Illinois when I was a kid. I was probably eight. Oh, maybe. Peoria. Now I get it. All yeah, right. I was probably eight, and uh, just out. We lived right on in the woods. It's a hospital now, but back then it was just all woods, and I just play back in the woods and. I tripped over something and I looked down and it was sticking up out of the ground, a big point. So I dug all around it and I found, I mean, probably about as big as that, just a, just a shell. He um, pointed to a coffee cup. Yeah. I would say about as big as a coffee cup, maybe as big as a water bottle. Um, heavy, 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 heavy. Um, and I managed to, being eight years old, just carry it. Back to the See, house. That's what I'm saying. Twelve Daddy, year old, eight I year old. Yeah, I was like, well, I mean, I got to show dad. You know what I mean? No, so I do. I made it back. I remember stopping several times, like putting it down, and just being like, "Whew!" Now, this did you know heavy. it was a bomb? Well, I thought I just found like something old. Like I thought it was. Okay. I'm eight. I mean, no, I don't sure, know. No, that's, it it that's, looked cool. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? And, You're not supposed to know what all bombs look like at eight years old. Yeah. So I finally got it to the front door. I don't remember why I went to, around the house to the front door, but I went to the front door, and I still remember my dad coming outside, and the first thing he did was pick it up and look at the bottom of it and the, the like you would see in a shotgun shell that was similar mm. and it was not punched out and so my dad's like i'm calling the police and i'm like no dude i'll put it back i'm sorry back. Like, he's like no jeff you're not in trouble but this is i think this is a live bomb and so they all came out i was in the paper and all this other stuff so it was, a, it was a, an artillery shell it sounds yeah like. it was it was and they used it they said they used it in desert storm they sh- shipped it over and 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 safely detonated it there no. No. Yeah. They, they said they, because so we had an arsenal right there. So the, they, where why, were they going to detonate it? What? Oh, I mean, they didn't like to use it in the, in the war, <laughs> but that's what they told me. There's got to be think a it's in the better paper. way. All right. Well, if it's in the paper, it's got to be true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know why Did they we just talk when whatever we said, pull here it up true. like at a range. I don't know. I mean, it was a it was a bomb. I just can't imagine. There's not a way here. <laughs> it in wasn't the an atomic bomb. They were like, safely, yeah. what we should do is ship this to the Middle East right. to properly yes. dispose That's of right. it. That way, we can we can subject all sorts of people to the danger of a live ordinance that is unreliable. Actually, they're like, look, an eight year old carried it. We can get it to the Middle yards. East. Yeah, we can. Well, we, we can. had a. There's an arsenal there. So how would they get? I mean, they got to get artillery over there somehow, right? So why wouldn't they just say, hey, throw it on the art- artillery cargo plane and send it over? Because mm-hmm. it because it's, it's bonehead been in the move. woods, buried, might not be reliable at this point. Yeah, right? maybe it might be. It might blow up on so, its own. Yeah, maybe. I mean, what do I know? Hey, maybe I mean, they were just. Maybe they were just like, hey, young man. Congratulations! We're going to use Thanks this for, for helping us fight the good. war on terrorism. Yeah, yeah, might, need, yeah. Well, might have been a dud. Can you so, imagine? Hey, let's use that bomb. Uh, we're being attacked right now. Jeff Lynn found this thing. Let's try <laughs> it were, out. They were in the happens. process. They were in the process of put, extending that hospital into those woods because I went there last time I was in Peoria, and that house doesn't even exist anymore. There's a, there's a road that goes through it. Man, well, like so they were, an earth mover could have hit it. That's what and, they were worried about. They were like, off. you know, actually, it makes us worried. Look, of, did they go look for more? Yeah, I think so. I would they imagine. Or hope you saved lives. I guess so. You even saved at eight lives. years old, man. Years old. That's how Jeff rolls. So everybody knows my thoughts on alcohol, and I, you know, I think it's awesome, but I just don't drink it anymore. And there's a lot of people that get, um, <laughs> it's awesome. There's a lot of people that get addicted to it, and they, they become alcoholics. But no worries, because Donald Trump has donated his salary. Uh, to, I saw this. Yeah, how about that? That's pretty yeah. amazing. 
The salary from the third quarter of 2018 to the federal agency that researches alcoholism and alcohol-related problems, uh, he donated $100,000 to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. Apparently, Trump's brother died of alcoholism or at least side effects of drinking too much. Um, so how about that? Trump Good just says, uh, here you go. Good um, for him. I would have rather had him give that money to some private charity than some government organization, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, the Donald. I don't think the Donald's ever drank because of his brother's death. He's not a drinker. No, right. that's he's uh, a diet coke know? drinker. He likes diet cokes. Yeah. I mean, did you hear about his red button that he has? Huh. Evidently, he's got this like box and has a presidential seal on it, right? It's a little wooden box there, and it opens up, and it's got a red button in it, and he's always got it on the on his desk there. And people come in, they're like, like the Staples like, button, like, like what's the red button? I don't know. It's presidential seal. It's it's a button there. It's a red button. And he's always got it there ready to flip the switch. And uh, then I guess some people, everybody's like afraid to ask him or they don't know. And they're in there and he opens up the box and he pushes the red button. Next thing you know, in comes a Diet Coke. Oh, that's what it's for? That's like his Diet Coke. I like his it. emergency Diet Coke oh, button. He's, he's, got, he's, got like a red, he's got a red button on his desk. He's like, this is serious. I need my Diet Coke. Everybody grabs hold of their chair like, did he just blow up North Korea? What's going on? Well, do they put Next vanilla you know, extra, extract in uh, Diet Coke? Because uh, you can get drunk on that, apparently. Some woman was uh, was arrested recently. Her eyes were closed in the passenger seat of her car, which was stopped at an intersection in New Canaan, Connecticut. Uh, upon speaking with her, uh, they detected an odor of vanilla, <laughs> of vanilla coming from her breath. Her speech was slurred, and she was unable to answer basic questions. They found several empty bottles of pure vanilla extract. Jesus. And after she filled, filled sobriety. Make your breath test. smell better. And orange extract, I've heard. Yeah. Like maybe some high schoolers would go out and be like, we can just buy this. And then they would go drink it. Yeah. I, I mean. Maybe. Maybe. Right. And she failed the fields. She failed field sobriety <laughs> test. She later refused a blood alcohol test. Uh, and vanilla extra, extract is made from beans that contains no less than 35% alcohol by volume per the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. 70 um, proof. She has yet to retain a lawyer. If she needs us, I think I'm willing to yeah. hop the plane and head to Connecticut and help her with her extract case. Well, it's tough drink. I mean, well, I love I the mean, smell. I, 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 no, I, did, I, did, I did. I did that in high school. you got to prove. I mean, is there, are, is there an alcohol and extract? Yeah, they yes. just said it can be like 35%. Yeah. I, I remember I, we did that in high school. And we we, took, orange. We, we, do, we got the orange extract, and we were pouring that in Sprite, and then uh, we used the vanilla, and we poured that in orange juice. But then uh, a friend of mine was like this. He's like, man, he's like, that's like grain alcohol, man. He's like, that, that stuff right there, that's, that's I mean, no why good. would you do that? You could go blind. So we stopped doing that. You could have bought a bottle of Mad Dog for two bucks and got uh, yeah, a better. Yeah, but you got to have no, I, was like, I was 16 years old. Uh, we go into Kroger's, you can buy it at yeah. 16 years old. It's expensive, And the though. next thing you know, you go out. And the, Whippets. The extract can be expensive. Whippets. <laughs> I, n- I never did a Whippet in my life. <laughs> I watched Jared's done plenty of them. <laughs> I watched a buddy of mine do that, did a whip it, and just collapsed. I mean, it took a yeah. second. He, look, he was looking me dead in the eye and then just collapsed like a like he was a bodiless. And after just, that, you didn't boom. look at him and say, oh, that looks cool. Let me try it myself. I remember the <laughs> restaurant. I remember getting very upset a number of times. This, right. is, this is like a TGF Fridays. We had to decorate the, the desserts. So servers had to, and you'd go get a can, and you'd go... And it would just ooze out. And it's like, who is doing It's like, it? just knock it off. Look, just, it, or throw it away. If you're going to suck all the nitrogen oxide out of these, don't put the can back. So now I've got this dessert with just drool all over it. That was irritating, but it can be done. Did you guys hear about the hackers? 
that Which ones? Yeah. <laughs> taunted the family through the Nest security system? No. So oh, they, the Nest, yeah. So the Nest, they have cameras all over the house for safety, and apparently if you don't change your password, experts say that you are very vulnerable to being hacked by hackers, and they can get access to your entire system. I heard they did that on the Nest uh, thermostats as well. Yeah, and what they were doing was like cussing and stuff, like calling them names, like taunting the, this family when they, they were home. And uh, she said they were saying stuff like, what the F are you doing? Why are you recording us? Like acting like like they're part of it, you know what I mean? And just freaking them out. And so authorities now say if you have these high-tech systems that they're very vulnerable, which is weird because now the Apple phones, you, see, you heard about the problem with the Apple phones and the FaceTime? Yeah. So they're saying that there's a way to FaceTime people so that you can actually get somebody to answer and they don't know they're answering so you can listen into their conversations. This is the problem. Yep, and yeah. I hear there's also the same problem with the uh, earbuds. So now the earbuds are, are being left basically to spy on people's conversations because you can hear it through the earbuds. So you leave one in, in a room. Like right now, if I left it, I'm sure like Jared, oh, the Jared would talk all kinds of crap about me. Yeah. And I can hear what he's saying. Yeah. So but the we live in this like... 1984, 1984 society where everybody's watching. Well, and listening apparently. I heard the same was about some of these children toys that talk that uh, people have been able to hack oh, into them. Oh, yeah, like Meet the meet the Fockers. Remember that? Or Meet the Parents? Who's I remember, I remember it was like the Tony Ruxpin. Remember that? Teddy, that? Teddy, Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy, 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 Tony Ruxpin. Tony Ruxpin. That, was, that was the knockoff that was, Costco that, one. I was going to say, that's the one we got was the Tony Ruxpin. <laughs> you turn it on, it was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, ah, the Tony Ruxpin. Yeah, you know. But he only had one eye. It was the other one's the button. But no, I, I remember that you, you put tape cassettes in there. Yeah. And then you'd like record your own tape cassette, put oh, it yeah, in there and have, sort of have, have Tony cussing people out. It's sort of creepy. I, I like Tony Ruxpin better than Teddy. It's yeah. kind of scary where it's going, man, with all this stuff. Like, look where it's going. I mean, we need more government. You got, you got very, very little privacy nowadays. And it's not even the government, it's us private citizens with just being able to carry cell phones and cameras to protect our own properties, it's being used against us. We got the the uh, conspiracy theories about like uh, 28 and me or 23 and me or whatever it is that the government's really just, you know, picking your DNA up and maybe using it for future. I've never done yeah. it, but my mom and dad have. Hmm. Yeah, you never know. Never know. May, maybe flat earth. Maybe. We didn't land on the moon. Maybe. Me, me and Shorty did uh was it archaeology? I forget one of them. It wasn't a twenty-three and me. I forget which one it was. But we we did one where we we spit in the tube and. Is it what it you in. thought it was? I mean, it's interesting. My cousin's doing it. Found out that I'm like a third cousin to Mark Twain. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, that was, that's, that's cool. That's kind of neat. Like I yeah. said, I got be able to tell better stories. But well, that's everybody says you could you tell know, good stories. So I think I'll be able. You got to tell it from somewhere. Ones. You got it from from Uncle Twain. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Uh, let's do a quick little, we're going to do a little quick little timeout. We should, we should probably grab a couple questions here. Did we got some questions? Uh, yeah, I got to pull them up here. Uh, my parents have been separated for 12 years, for 12 years now. She will not divorce him. Does he have any other options to divorce her? Hmm. I'm not sure I understand all this question, but the, the, if it is what I think it is, the answer is yes. You just go yeah. file for divorce. This is yeah. no fault divorce in Ohio. You can just get divorced. Um, it's just about filing for divorce and going through the awful, painful process of a contested divorce. So it sounds like maybe the daughter is recognizing that mom needs to get a divorce, but mom doesn't want to get a divorce. Well, she will not divorce him. 
does he have any other options oh, to divorce her? Yeah. Yes, he can just go file for divorce. Now, if 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 he has to drag her kicking and screaming into domestic court, uh, that can happen, sort of. Uh, but you got to have them personally served, right? Personally served. There'll be notices, and eventually you get divorced. There's a process that gets it all done. So that sucks. I, I wish uh, their marriage was not, or we're not coming to an end, but it is, and there's a way to do it. Just go uh, get court intervention. And after 12 years of separation, why not? Well, Did I hear you correctly? I mean, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, 12 years of separation, maybe they've fallen back in love. I don't know. It could be. Or maybe she's fallen in love, but he hasn't. Hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah. He just needs to go file. Do it up. Do we have a second one? I don't remember. I thought I maybe sent you a second uh, one. I don't know. Let me look here. I did see that. Anybody eat a fuzzy taco recently here in Columbus? A fuzzy the, the taco. The everybody's sick? Yeah. Was it, hep, was it hep C or something hep like a. that? Hep A. Yeah, so apparently they issued some statement that said if you've had a fuzzy taco within the last, like January 1st through January 16th, some employee was, you've been exposed to hepatitis A. And a number of people have got it. Oh. Is this guy that was licking how the food? So how do you do that? Could you imagine telling your wife you got that uh, from eating the taco? <laughs> so what's the, how does that work? Just the, the cleanliness being bad? I mean, yeah. certainly there's got to be people yeah, that have people was, not washing their hands. Or here's one thing that I always see in restaurants that blow me away: they put gloves on. Like, okay, everything is fine now, I, I, right? right? And then they, they make their food, and then they scratch their ass, and then, and they, then they, and they use I've, the, seen, I've seen them touch all kinds of things. Bring people out, answer like, the phone. You either have to change that glove, or if you don't change it, go wash it like you would your hands. I, from time or two, feel more safe with people that don't have gloves, that wash their hands, than the people with gloves, because... I have seen the glove give people a false, false sense, false sense of, of yeah, everything's yeah. fine. I got the gloves on. Yeah. Let's yeah. touch this raw meat and then I'll chop up this vegetable. Oh, that's a good point. Sandwich. That's you know? a good point. You know? But yeah. so whoever this was must have not been wearing gloves. Must have. I don't. I don't know exactly how. I mean, wh- how does how does it transfer? I'm. I don't, I'm still I don't know. stuck on fuzzy taco. What the hell's a fuzzy taco? That's at uh, Arena District area. Apparently, that's so a, it's a restaurant. A, yeah, it's a restaurant here. Yeah. I was in line at Chipotle the other day and some woman just flipped out, big old long line, flipped out. She's like, that man has wiped his sweat off his brow three times. This place is disgusting. And she stormed out. Well, How did, many others think fault her? Did she stick nobody. around? Nobody. I remember. I mean, did, I'm she just left. Asking, nobody she left. Everybody else I stuck around. around. You know, if, if my, anything, my, I felt more confidence because the manager came out and put, took the guy off the line. And I was like, all right, well, I mean, my old hangover cure was, was, was always Subway. And I remember really? one day I'm standing in line at Subway, and, and it was just, uh, I wasn't doing so well. And I see this, this guy's making my sandwich, and he's asking what I want. I seen him, as he's looking at my sandwich, I seen the sweat collecting on his brow, and then it goes down to his nose. Oh. And then I watch it. The drip. And it was like a slow motion video Did as I saw the tomato. It just hit it, and, and about that time he folded the sandwich over, he wraps it up in the paper. Did you take it? I ate it. You did. <laughs> I ate it, man. You know, that's the other thing, too. People are like, I just found a hair in my sandwich. This is disgusting. And then an hour later, they go see their grandma. They give her a hug and lean over and kiss her on the top of her head. Yeah, well, I, I see mean, people do that all the time. They kiss people on the top of the head. Yeah, they kiss the hair there. And then they, they freak food, out with yeah. it, man. So what do you do when you're 14, you don't have enough money for Uber, and you really, really want to see your boyfriend? Steal a car. Uh... Can't pay for Uber. Uh, so I don't know. Put on some roller skates. Order a pizza. Because this 14-year-old girl in Florida is facing he, grand theft charges after she 
allegedly stole a pizza delivery driver's car oh, early Wednesday morning. That was right. Jeez. Nice. Um, she apparently needed to see her boyfriend really badly. It was a 2006 Ford Taurus, so she wasn't going, uh, I guess, real highbrow with it. But uh, she uh, she got caught, didn't get away with it, and she was only 14. She couldn't drive anyway. Uber would have been a much better option. Should have gone with the Uber. Should have stole the guy's money and then ordered How Uber. old do you have to be to get in an Uber? Can a 14-year-old just call up an Uber and jump in and roll? My son did it one time from school. I mean, it was, I, I, that, I almost probably that, terms, but nobody really, they just want to take the money, right? If you yeah. He did? Yeah, he did. He took an Uber from school one time. Yeah. Did. I, I, I didn't know if there was. I, I don't like it. I'm not sure that I would like it. Yeah, I mean, he told me, and I was like, you I did mean, what? What if he got in the Uber and was like this? I would like to go to Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. you, you you can do that. You can do that. Yeah, you can go wherever you want. So then yeah. d- does that Uber driver become, I always ask him. You know what I mean? Is he now going to be uh, you know, complicit in, in the runaway or, you know, if that was Kidnapping. your plan? Kidnapping? I don't know. Like, let's, you know, kids do run away. Yeah. Let's say it was like this. Oh, I, I know I'll run away. I'll just get an Uber. Next thing you know, I'm in New Orleans. It's Mardi Gras. I'm sure there's got to be a policy, right? I, I don't know what it is, but if I'm an when Uber you driver. sign up, I bet. Yeah, if I'm an Uber driver, I'm not taking a 14-year-old to Tennessee, but, you know, what do I know? I always ask them. So I say, what's the longest trip you've ever made? And they always I've ne- have some I've, guy. I've, I have never been in a ride-sharing vehicle. Yeah. I've, I've never you. used an Uber. I've never. And, I, I mean, back in the day, 444444, old yellow yeah, cab. I, I used yeah. to yellow cab it up all the time. Yeah, but they take forever. They take forever. And then you're like this, you know what? Like, I'm just going to get my car and drive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, And you call them and they be like, where are you? You know, the best part about that, those cabs were if you got in the cab, you could hear all the radio interference that was going on. And they'd be like, you could hear the call. So people would call in and say, dude, I've been waiting for 50 minutes. What is going on? And then you hear somebody else kick in. Uh, yeah, well, the driver's right on his way. Just hang tight. It's like, yeah, you told me that 30 minutes ago. You could hear it all. I loved it. I remember whenever I, I, I got a DUI in 2001, and I was living out in uh, Delaware County, Orange Township area, and I'd go downtown, and I would use a cab. And I found a, I had, had, I had a driver that he picked, and he was, he was a cool guy. He dropped me off down at Old Fields and High. I said, hey, man, closing time. I'm going to need a ride back. How late are you working? You just paid him? And uh, well, he would, sometimes he'd shut the meter off because it was about a $40 one-way trip. From, from where I was at to downtown, he'd shut the meter off. And, uh, but then for, while well, I was, didn't have my license, he became like my driver. You know, I mean, I had his personal cell phone. I didn't have to, I didn't call Yellow Cab anymore. I just, I just called him up and he'd come pick me up. And I, I, know, I remember what the cost would actually be. I mean, if you just didn't buy a car. Sometimes he'd shut the meter off for a trade. I know you, people, yeah. You I mean, probably just could do that all the time. There, I mean, we live, we live in a city where everybody drives, but there are cities where most people don't, I think. I mean, there are cities where everything you do is in a cab. And, um, you know, I think it's probably, it's probably just as economical if you yeah. factor in parking, insurance, headaches, and all the other crap that yeah. goes along with owning a car. And My you wife. Need it. My wife went to uh, Washington, D.C. recently, and the, the cab driver was, like, thanking her for taking a cab. They were like, I oh, saw, thanks so I much. I think it was in New York. I saw a big protest they had against Uber, like, where all yeah, the cabbies went on strike. They're just taking all their money. Yeah. Like, there's just not the riders because everybody's going through the app. Nobody's standing on the sidewalk anymore waving a cab down. And he was very thank. He was very polite. Like, yeah, I really appreciate you. You know, it means something to us. See, as, to as me, I drivers. would take a cab before I would take an Uber. I don't know why. I guess there's really no reason for me to trust a cab driver more than it would be to trust an Uber driver. But just somehow in my mind, I trust a cabbie. And if you've never been to Chicago and ridden in a cab, go. Yeah. Because that's the yeah. trip right there. Those yeah. guys are yeah. awesome. I've never even had 
I don't use Uber a lot. I use Lyft, but I've never even had like a like a, a really shady one or one I was like freaked out to be in because they get tipped. So it's like, and you don't tip, you don't get the tip thing in your app until the ride's over. So they let you get, you got to, you got to give them stars. You can write any comments you want and you get tipped and the drivers know that. So if they give you a crappy ride, you're going to give them a crappy, you know, one star and this place smells horrible. And then they stop getting rides because they're not good. So I, I like it. I love the app because it'll tell you how far somebody's away. So if I'm getting off a plane in Columbus, I can be like, all right, I've just grabbed my bag. This guy's five minutes away. I'm going to click it and try to meet him out you there. You just call me. I'll come yeah, get you. I'll, I'll, I'll do, I appreciate I'll do the airport run for you, brother, that. for the yeah. beard. Now, if you really want to know a shady ride, it would probably be that one. When I Your you ride? Yeah, my ride, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Entertaining, though. I'd make entertaining. sure I keep it that you know way. who else is entertaining? Who? Donald Trump. You he, know why? Why? You hear about his White House tours that he's given? No. So apparently he's... Uh, in his White House tours to different media, this, this article came out a couple of days ago, he is showing people where the alleged Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky affair occurs. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah that's so his, he goes, his, hey, and here's this area, and that's uh, where, you know, Bill and Monica, you know. I, I love it. I, I got to tell you, that might be his best shtick <laughs> yet. I don't know if it's accurate. They're like all well, kinds of stuff being no, there like, was, hey, there, this is there inaccurate. Was just, but, there, was, no, there was just a, a documentary there. I asked you if you watched it. And it was on the Clinton affairs. And uh, they had a whole map out of how his secretary, you know, they wouldn't want to walk into a room together. So there would be like a little a little study area and then a, like kind of a kitchenette. So they would all three walk into the study area and then the secretary goes in the kitchenette. Bada bing, bada boom. Back out the front door. So Transaction they weren't complete. There. Oh, they had it. He had it down to where, you know, she couldn't call him. He would have to call her. And then sometimes he would get a message to her and be like, okay, at 2.35, be walking down this hallway so we accidentally run into each other. Right. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's a good documentary. I do believe it was on A&E. It was, yeah. it's, it, was, it was interesting. I mean, it was neat. And uh, so he probably watched that documentary and yeah. was like, ah. You know, he's a lot, got a lot of that going on. If you've ever seen the show Scandal, Scandal deals with the president. Yeah. There's a ton of that sort of like meet me at this point exactly. Mm. Nobody should know. I but he apparently that. is saying, he just says, I'm told this is where Bill and Monica, you know, that's I, how he well, said it. Well, who told him? I watched Scandal for like a, like a couple that's of, good, that was a pretty good show. one season or something. I just couldn't do it. It just seems so crazy. But what do I know? Who else? Sure. Bill, you got any, or anything, got any anything. new news? I any really good, don't today. Anything news? Well, just I think we got to bring up, I don't have the story pulled up, but I'll try to get it pulled up here. They believe within a year... There is a cure for cancer. I did I saw that, that out of Jerusalem, right? Or uh, Israel. Israel. Yeah. yeah. Israel. So Israel That's a pretty is saying, bold statement. It's a bold statement. And then they've got some scientists working on it here that also confirmed, um, based on whatever testing they're doing, that within a year, they may very well have a cure for cancer, which is incredible. Hmm. I don't know how accurate that thing could be. But I actually texted a hopeful. colleague who knows a thing or two about it, and uh, he said he read that article and... It said, we'll see, is all, is all he said. You know, he says like, you just never know. You just never know. We'll just see. But it, it made sense. I read the article. So I mm. guess smoke them if you got them, huh? Cancer's, yeah. there's a cure around the corner. There you go. Yeah, I guess that's with all the different forms. What, you know, what is it going to, does it mean all cancer? You know what I'm saying? That's pretty bold. There's but a lot it, of styles, like you said. Isn't there different, tra- I don't know yeah, much about so cancer. Yeah, there's so much. Yeah. Well, it's just like, I mean, HIV back in the day was a death sentence, right? And now it's 
I mean, remember when Magic came out with the HIV? Well, that was it. That guy looks great. That guy looks better than me. (laughs) The the cure to cancer is is money. I mean, that's probably true. I mean, yeah. How much is that going to cost? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, well, it it seems like a good place to put some money in research if you're a private entity. (laughs) (laughs) What else do I got? I think there was the first. um, Is it autistic? Young man got a scholarship to a D1 school. Did you guys see that? Uh, nonverbal Till. Man with autism, first ever to receive a Division One basketball scholarship. Really? Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? So like were you a baseball card collector? Who's a baseball card collector? I was. I used to back in the day. Did you see these Ty Cobb cards they found? Mm-mm. Seven rare Ty Cobb card, baseball cards. They were discovered last year in a paper bag. Sold for $3 million combined. <laughs> Three million. Man, I didn't think there was any money in those cards anymore. I, I, I got yeah. rid of all my old like uh, Johnny Bench rookies and Hank Aaron rookies. Yeah. I just burned them. I didn't think they were worth anything. Right. Or just take them off and put them on your bike spokes. And yeah, I mean, my mom still has a ton. Right? My like, mom kept all ours. I got all mine it's somewhere. It's in storage. Yeah. Right. When I took mine from the 80s somewhere, I used to buy those box sets. Yep. And they, they said it, these aren't worth Fleer, anything. Fleer, Don Ross, like, yeah, and Score, um, sco- uh, and Tops. Um, tops, Fleer, and Don Ross. Those stuff. are the ones I remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still have them, but there were the people who collected the the box sets, and mm-hmm. then you had people who collected like the individual, like if you had every Dave Concepcion card, right? Yeah, through, right. Yeah. I had some baseball cards, but I do not believe any of them were worth anything. They I might be the, now. the full sets there. You remember the tops? And oh yeah. That, I just yeah. believe it's probably like. 87, I was really into it at one point. Yeah. I think, I think from like, like I think Mark I McGuire the, and all these guys are like real poor. You know why I was yeah, trying to get no, them. I, did, I think I had like the Mark McGuire, uh, Clemens, I had, I had, all those people. Yeah, the rookie cards. Yeah, all yeah. that's worth some money. You just threw them away for no reason. No, I, I'm sure, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure my mother still has them. I'm sure. You got a lot of collector. Yeah, you collect a lot of stuff. I'm surprised you don't still have it. I, 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 I do. I, I don't know where they're at. Yeah. All right, so we got to talk about the big fly on the wall here, which is uh, the 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 government shutdown is temporarily in a stay or post. Yeah, right? the next so two weeks. What is that? Two weeks away. Yep, two more weeks from today. So in two weeks, we find out if we are building a wall, shutting the government down, or declaring an emergency. I just had to say it because it is sort of newsy. What do you think will happen? Uh, I think there will be no agreement. I think, uh, here's my prediction. You guys can take it or leave it. I think that uh, Trump will declare or attempt to declare a national emergency. He will then proceed to find funding in other places through this uh, mystical presidential power executive authority. Uh, It will immediately result in lawsuits and other legal mechanisms to stop him, and uh, everything will just sort of stall and die on the vine at that juncture. Do you think while it, while he files this suit that they will have some sort of stay where the government's open? I think that will result in the government opening or staying open. Um, right. While it's pending. Yeah. Because okay. that's what he said. He, he, yeah. he didn't say I'm going to shut down the government again. He says, well, maybe he will. I don't, I don't know. know. He said he's going to go and take seek executive authority to do it. Uh, we'll see. What's his name? Schultz there. The Democrats are big fans of there. The Starbucks uh, CEO. Everybody's a big fan of him running for president. Oh, that's got really? the Dems up in arms. I right? haven't heard yeah. that. Oh, you haven't heard that? No. They're I all coming out. Last couple of days, I haven't watched a lot of yeah. news. Yeah. No, but he's going to run like an independent. He's not yeah. going. He's not going for the Democratic Party. And they uh, they want to ban you know, everybody. We need to ban Starbucks and rally against it because you know they're they're sniffing a Ross Perot and getting reelection for Trump. 
And then uh, oh, Michael Moore was on Late Night, and he's full of fire. Well, he's, he's totally reliable. But his whole thing on there was like, he's claiming to be a self-made billionaire. He grew up in the projects. He was like, that right there is socialism. And uh, he's, he's, he's not happy with it. Told everybody to ban Starbucks. Don't go. Come on, man. <laughs> and then and then and then asked. He said, "If you were to be president, what would you what would you do, Mr. Moore?" He's like, "Well, I'd do a lot, but to start with, I would make it illegal to be a billionaire." Hmm. Illegal to illegal. be a billionaire. Yeah, you're not allowed. So we're to be going a beyond you're the seventy percent yep. tax. We're just going to make it illegal to possess. So if you're a you billionaire, you, money. you have you're committing a crime. You have committed a crime. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. uh, so we have a legal constitution, but I don't uh, see him ever actually getting elected. That seems like pretty, I don't uh, think he'll make it there. But I think this aggressive I think, stance. But they are really bashing, bashing him. They're they're not happy. But I listen to him talk, and he makes sense. Well, he's the one guy that both parties need to worry about, right? Because he sort of it sounds like anyway he's running from the center. I mean, he, he's sort of coming in. Now, I, th- I think he's a, he's historically a Democrat, but he's sort of running with this sort of center of the road message. Like, all right. This is nonsense. We're getting nothing done. We're never going to solve the problems with, you know what he did come out and say, though? He did come out and say the only way to deal with America's problems is to deal with the deficit and the ongoing ridiculous spending that both sides are engaged in. And he said, look, I hate to say this, but there's really one way you deal with this, and that's entitlements. You, you cannot just continue to give all the money away in entitlements. There's going to have to be a rollback of some of that in order to balance the budget. And boy, there were people in the back. Mm. Why are you get? You're just going to let Trump get elected. I mean, mm. there was a speech, and there were hecklers out there just screaming, like, huh. "You're an asshole for letting Trump get reelected. Get out of the way!" Hmm. Because everybody's worried he's going to run independent, steal all the Democrat votes, who would otherwise be what Kamala Harris or Bernie Sanders? Who knows? Or, yeah. Sherrod Brown or maybe yeah, Cory Booker's going to announce he's a senator too. He's been around a long well, time. Well, Sherrod Brown, he's on his. He's going on a trip up to I think it was Iowa. There, he's going to small yeah. areas there. He hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't officially said his hat's in the ring. He's got that raspy voice I, too. I don't, I don't know, know how presidential that is. Sherrod Brown, I just know. Is he going pheasant hunting up there? Um, no, he, but he's huh. going hunting. He's going hunting small areas to see if they like him. Hmm. So he might throw his hat in. Right now, they got a, a number of people that are talking about throwing their hat into the presidential ring. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. Maybe uh, for president. Palmer Belinsky. Yeah. Ticket. Super Bowl Sunday, boys. It is Super Bowl Sunday. Any predictions? Saints are going to win it. Saints. <laughs> win the Saints. Hold it. They're not in it. Yeah, uh, they're not in it. I'm just hoping for a good game. I think New England gets uh, it. But yeah. if it goes in overtime, free wings from Buffalo Wild Wings on Monday. Is that right? In overtime, really? they they they're that confident that it's not going to go into overtime. <laughs> and by the way, those wings are not breaded, and you can probably get them with very low carbohydrates. You can keto just stick with the hot sauce, go with the hot one there. It's pretty low. Yep, that's right. So, but what's your what's your pick on it? I think probably the Rams. Rams. Yeah, because they paid off enough officials. I think they're gonna. Well, they got to pay them a lot if they're gonna if they're gonna get it done with the Patriots in town. I heard that the Rams sold like majority of their merchandise. They're like sold out. They've done they've done more than they're gonna make in the series just merchandise sales. Yeah. I think Brady's luck probably runs out on this one. Well, I don't base it on Brady. I think Belichick's too good of a coach. Bel- yeah. Belichick is you a know. phenomenal. It's I mean, just, he's a thinker uh, in all aspects of it. You know, I, you I, give I, him... I do not like that guy for some reason because he left yeah. the Browns. Yeah. Oh, that's not. I'm not a Browns fan, but. I was just giving you a reason not to like him. I just feel like he's, I don't know, man. I feel like he's kind of, I know that story came out a while that he was like taping other people's practices. That was a couple years ago, right? He was doing what people do. 
Right. Well, I think I think New England's going to win it. I I think it it has to happen because if you let the Rams win, that vindicates this awful NFL call, and you can't just yeah. There's no way that you know, there's no way if there is karma, it cannot work that way. If there is karma and there is cheating, it cannot work that way. If there is no karma and only cheating, it cannot work that way. New England wins. There you have it. All right. Well, that is the news again. February. First, 2019. Uh, we will do this all over again next week. Uh, this is Lawyer Talk off the record on the air, at least until now.